Hello and welcome to Fox Force 5, the first episode of 2023. Hello, Nicola O'Brien. Hello, Kelly. How are we? Um, you know, good. sometimes when you like feel like you look shit and then you join a Zoom call, you really oh, feel like shit. <laughs> oh, and you can start was... to see the roots more and everything. <laughs> it reminds you of the old um, the old COVID days Lockdown when you were on days. Zooms 20, yeah. 24-7. I was reading um, Nick Grimshaw's autobiography there. I just finished it called Soft Lad. And um, huh. in, in that he talks about, he actually did television for a while before he did radio. And he was like, you know, the the shock of having to sit and look at yourself for an hour a day when you were Mad. getting makeup on, you know. And he was like, he's like, I just learned to hate myself even more Aww. because the makeup artist was like putting makeup on all the bits that had to be fixed. So she Aww, was like, it's yeah, like, for a man, it this must is be terrible. Strange. That's yeah. yeah, so it was, it's a really good read, actually. If anybody's looking for like a light, it's a really light read. You know, it's, there's lots of mm. laughs, like lots of northern uh, humor in it. But um, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I know that feeling of when you can see yourself on the screen and it's like, oh, look at this state of me. <laughs> and it's but funny, anyway. I think like when I'm at work meetings and stuff, I don't even pay attention anymore. But it's more like today now during this, I was like, oh, because <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> like I'm so used to doing in work meetings, but like I wouldn't even I mean, sometimes I do try to make more of an effort for them <laughs> depends what's happening yeah, well, but, yeah, yeah do you do what I do which is do I need to put on makeup today have I got yeah, any it depends. <laughs> it depends if I meet my team I don't really do it if I meet like high ups sometimes I'll do it it depends <laughs> like will I do my brows today is it important yeah. <laughs> hilarious yeah. is it worth yeah. the effort um, but yeah I think you know it's January everybody's feeling a bit of a funk now mm. you kind of the first week I think you kind of get by on the whole oh thank god we're back to a bit of routine you know and then yeah. everyone's like FML same shit different day all the crap <laughs> I put off at the end of December has been waiting for me here I was laughing there was a meme the other day about um, when I said the new year I meant 2024 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that it's true though yeah. it kind of comes right. like January I know it sounds silly but like we're already halfway through January nearly it's mad it's kind of Thank going God. Quick, I think yeah I was in the car at the weekend and um <laughs> And Daphina McCall was covering for somebody on Radio 2 and she said, this was Sunday, and she said, just so you know, 2% of your year is already done. I was oh, like, wow. <laughs> I oh was like, God. are you fucking kidding me? And then she went on to do this kind of uh, little feature saying, you know, if you're winning 2023, you know, uh, tell us how you're winning. And the only one I actually heard was somebody wrote in to say that they'd done all their Christmas shopping for next year. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Like, I couldn't do that at all. I, I'm such a, like, no, no couldn't do that. Because no, I'm kind no. of sick of it. I don't even want to buy myself yeah. stuff at the moment. So yeah. I did buy myself a pair of leggings, though, uh, maternity leggings that I have shocked about because they are like a body glove. They're amazing. Oh, they're called, nice. um, they're an Irish company and it's called um, Beauty and the Bump. And they're kind of a funny, stretchy material, but like they do mm. not budge once you put them on. So, you know, the way oh, sometimes nice. they kind of fall down in the crotch area, yes, you know, when you maybe don't have a massive bump, you're kind of in the middle. Yes. These yeah. are like stuck to me and they're amazing. They're really nice, soft material and stuff. I do so. remember having go. some some leggings where the gusset was a bit The gusset, floppy. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, if anybody yeah. is looking, if anyone is 
Prego <laughs> or potentially Prego in the future I would highly recommend them or even yeah, just Lance Berry high-waisted leggings they're very comfortable I must say they're yeah. amazing so. that's good that's yeah. good bonus I bought very little maternity clothes Um, I my my one rule was like don't buy anything with a waistband <laughs> yeah these are lovely really high one like it's right under my yeah. boobs you know so it's lovely because yeah. <laughs> it's good bump is coming out now right like even since Christmas I feel like it's a lot bigger it's kind of more much more noticeable well, now that I'm pregnant, oh. you know, so good thing we signed those house papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> Before the bump showed, but anyway, uh, we're yeah. good now. Um, oh, so, poor yeah. old Nicola has been having a bit of, not strife, but it's just dragging on the move to the house, isn't it? Oh, so, yeah. I didn't feel too bad because of one, of, one of my buddies, her brother bought her house in 2021 and only got the keys last week. So there you go. Oh, my. Is there a new <laughs> um, build? New build, yeah. So ours isn't too bad. We're only a year now in February. Start first weekend in February. So we'll be in, well, we'll be, I'll have the keys anyway before then. So hopefully. So yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're like Davina there. How are we winning 2023 so far? You got your nice leggings. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you got to put the keys for the drawdown on your mortgage. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is the first time I've recorded a podcast with you since mid November that I haven't been coughing and sniffling. Great. So that's winning. Also okay, winning. Okay, yeah. Um and I booked my trip home to Ireland for the end. Oh, that's what I said yes. to Stuart. I was like, what Heard have I it. achieved? Well I told him the two percent thing. I was like, what have I achieved so far this year? And it was like booked a boozy weekend in Ireland at the end of January. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing was started training for the London Marathon. Yeah, don't you I'm doing the Rocky the Rocky fist in the air. Yeah, you'll be amazing. It won't be like this. This is my god. This is like the only day I'm gonna be positive about it between now and then. There's a hundred and one days today until the marathon. So you would just hear me descending into a pit of despair <laughs> over the next few Hilarious. months. What date is it? But yeah, again? Wish me luck. We can all count down for it. 23rd, 23rd of April. I wish I could um, say I was going to be like teetotal and living healthy between this and then. I'll probably just maintain my terrible lifestyle, but feel better about myself because I'm running loads. <laughs> yeah, but why so not? That's the plan. Why not? Um, I was going to mention somebody in our own lives who's definitely winning already in 2023. Family win. Family Murphy family win. lovely brother, Paddy, who got engaged to the beautiful Siobhan. So congratulations to them. And literally the minute past 12 or 12 o'clock on the nose. So they're definitely winning 2023 so far. Oh, that was wonderful news we got there on New Year's Day. Yes, welcoming another lovely lady into the family, Siobhan. God bless her. I I was joking and that day I said well if she can survive a Murphy family board game night she can survive anything because we had the board game night on the 26th and it was wild um, <laughs> but yeah there was about 20 of us trying to play these stupid games uh, but anyway yeah it was a great old Christmas though as well wasn't it and um, yeah, yeah fab, news, fab news to end it on uh, with Paddy and, and Siobhan getting engaged and also there's some 40th birthdays coming up I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say and stuff but we're, we'll be celebrating Paddy's 40th at the end of the month so that's exciting too um, mm. but isn't it just great to be able to look back and say Christmas went off without a hitch like in terms of yeah, health and stuff you know? I know a lot of people, people that COVID that. Yeah. oh really I've heard a few people say the opposite it was like the first year they've had a nice calm no. Christmas in years loads of people I work mm. with over here had COVID really? around the country. yeah 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 so we're, we're not lo- quite we're there yet so. are we 
No, there's a lot of it around as well at the moment. We have a work party on set on Friday and actually I know a few people not going because of really worry of COVID. So Bummer. yeah, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I don't know how long I'll yeah. last, but I'll go anyway and I'm looking forward to that. I'm just hoping yeah. that the dress I have still fits me by then, but um. Yeah, it should be good. You but just want yes. a hen bag in front of your bump. And yeah. You have to. Well, it's more just or like, a... so that my crotch isn't hanging out. <laughs> so it stays <laughs> long enough to cover that. <laughs> Put on the leggings underneath you. Yeah. Um, I always found uh, a nice kind of kimono jacket was good when I was pregnant because mm. it sort of covers a multitude and makes you feel less like a good idea, blob, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's the crack. So I suppose we better crack on with the five things crack people on. need to know. Uh, so number one. One. This actually kind of segues quite nicely from what we were talking about there. January resolution time, you know, mm. um, and I suppose a lot of people would be doing dry January, um, mm. even though Jesus January, my kids didn't go back to school until yesterday. So I don't know how anyone Gosh. would have survived not drinking through that. But anyway, <laughs> um, so apparently uh, the first time dry January became a thing was actually 2013. Uh, in the UK and um, since then it's had a thousand percent well sorry it had a thousand percent increase between 2015 and 2019 um, and of course the perks we know about are better sleep more energy a clearer mind less irritability and anxiety and a lot of people you know do it to kind of kickstart healthier habits or whatever but mm. we are not talking about that today because that's boring old news <laughs> the new news is damp January Nicola have you heard I've about heard damp January? this is it like drinking more <laughs> Well, the thing is, they, they, they say there's kind of like a drawback to dry January, which is like, you know, you might go on a massive binge re-entry and that'll do you no good. Mm. Um, and also this sort of abstinence for a month kind of makes you better at managing what mm. you drink, you know, yeah. more than abs- abstinence. And then the other thing they say is that it could trigger the scarcity principle, which is when we go you place a higher value on things you can't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of want, makes you want to drink more once you yeah. finish that period or whatever. So anyway, what an alternative might be is damp January. Um, you don't give up drinking completely, but you drink less. Mm. So uh, according to the Urban Dictionary, it's a lesser version of dry January for those of us with less willpower or need to celebrate special events or just want to drink. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's kind of whatever you want it to be, really. Uh, the murky part of damn January is that there aren't any clear cut rules. Maybe you don't drink on the weekdays, but you imbibe on the weekends or perhaps you drink when you want to, but you cap it at one single drink. You could also mix up a cocktail or whatever you're drinking only on special occasions or when you're mm. out socialising with friends or family. The options of how to define damp January are plentiful. Um, they suggest the reason to try it is that cutting back or going cold turkey has a potential to help you... Cutting back without going cold turkey has the potential to help you learn healthier drinking habits, as I mentioned. Moderation requires a lot of decisions. Will I drink today? How much will I drink? Can I turn it off after I've only had one drink? Flexing this muscle and learning how to navigate these decisions will serve you better both throughout the year and for the long haul. Uh, Second, there are actual health benefits to moderate drinking. (laughs) Ha 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 Reminder, moderate drinking means one drink a day for people assigned female at birth and two for those assigned male at birth. Research shows that moderate drinking can boost your mood, bolster your good cholesterol and may even lower your risk of death, even though, mm-hmm. yes, you will die eventually. Also, I would say it helps you manage your anger. Um, mm. And for the beer drinkers reading this, beer has been shown to strengthen your bones. Which I never knew. I feel like there's a whole other podcast in that. Yeah. So anyway, the bottom line is 
You could try dry January, you could try damp January. And if you don't do it, you can always try sober September or semi-sober September when that comes around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think like, I always think it's mad dry January. Like I get it if you've had a very boozy December, but I think January is like the worst month of the year to do it. Like go to April or, so, or May or something yeah. when there's like another life that you can leave yeah. the house for. I always thought January was wild that people did it because I think it's the most depressing month of the yeah. year, you know. <laughs> and also, yeah, it does. And that kind of idea of like stopping on the 1st of January is so... Yeah, it's very, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I saw a few people doing like January where they have different gins yeah. every week, which I like. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I just think, do whatever makes you happy, my I God. Do whatever helps do, you get through. <laughs> I used to always do, when I was like young, free and single, I used, to, not always, but sometimes I did November. So no drinking. Yeah, no I, drinking I've heard that a lot of people in November, in November as well do the same. Kind of the, the detox before the retox, as I used to call it. But um, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I, I, look, it's a good idea to, to do the whole detox as long as you don't go on a wild bender then the 1st of February. Do you know what I mean? Now, I would say actually it's probably good timing in Ireland because we have a new banker, a new bank holiday the first weekend in February. So lots of people will ah. be on the lash that weekend and it will be oh. the first weekend after their dry January. So that is one upside to people yeah, who are doing it. That is a good it. idea. Yeah. yeah so. um, I feel like as well, I've the things I've done to kind of, I would say, reduce my drinking in January mm. is if I have a bottle of white wine in the house, I will open it like on a Friday night or whatever. So I've stopped buying it. And then yeah. if I really want to drink, I can have like a, a beer or a gin and tonic or a yeah. vodka. Or, do you know what I mean? I'll have a different drink. Um, whereas it, it's almost like Friday equals wine, you know. Um, yeah. And the other thing is um, I bought some alcohol free Heineken, which I actually love as a yeah. just as a drink, like with mm. making dinner or whatever, with a pizza or whatever. So they're my two little things that will hopefully make me cut down, cut mm. down on my boozing in January. That's it. It's, it's just a bit of an effort. Stonewell non-alcoholic is also quite delicious, I must, must say. You know, if you're just craving like something ciderish, it's very it? nice. Oh, cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-alcoholic. Um, it's, but it's very nice it, and it tastes really like alcoholic cider to be totally honest with you. But uh, I mean so like Cidona. Like <laughs> any uh, non-alcohol wines or no secos I've had, I thought were just uh, rank, No, I just rank. don't even bother to be honest with you. No. And I feel bad because I've actually gotten a few bottles of non-alcoholic stuff like, like wine but I just couldn't. Mm. I just can't bring myself to drink it. Not alcoholic beer, no bother. Cider, no bother. Or like I've just kind of gone off those two and just have like a can yeah. of orange as a treat. But yeah, yeah the, the wine, I can't. Oh, I just can't. I just can't get by. It smells weird. I just, oh, everything about it, I just can't get by. But, I yeah, do remember reading that book that I sent you the link to Emily Ulster or whatever, and she goes through in detail about drinking and pregnancy and that. And basically the bottom line, she she looks at loads of different res- mm. research and stuff. And basically, basically the bottom line is kind of like, if you drink wine regularly, um, and you're planning on having like a wine a week or whatever when you're pregnant, yeah. that is not going to cause any significant problem. Like that mm-hmm. is what you're used to. And if the thought of not having that drink is more stressful or stress mm-hmm. raising, now I know this not may not be your case, then mm-hmm. you should just have the wine, you know. Yeah. Um, but like when all in all things pregnancy, and we'll talk about this a hundred times probably before Baba comes along, but in all things pregnancy it's all about caution and the lowest common denominator and the single, the easiest message to communicate to pregnant women, which is don't do it. it. Just don't do stuff. As opposed to you can have a little bit if this is the situation or that situation. Like they never go into the like conditions of a thing because it's impossible. And the reason they don't um, give people medication and stuff is because 
Nobody wants to experiment on pregnant women. So nobody yeah, knows what's going to happen to them mm. if they take certain things or whatever. They could take things and they could be perfectly fine, but no one's ever going to know yeah. because no one's willing to experiment on pregnant women. So it's difficult and it's all about the decisions you need you to know, make. I but, haven't um, found it too bad. I mean, at Christmas, obviously, yeah. it's kind of, I didn't really miss it. Like, I didn't miss going out or anything like that. Mm. Like, obviously, we were at a wedding a week ago and I had one glass per second. I made it last for about three hours and like, <laughs> I was grand and I won an It's much easier... It's, it's much fine. easier when you're I pregnant. I can't be way then... worse. Yeah, just going dry, I would say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. when you can When you have don't it. have a good yeah. excuse. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah, I th- I found it quite easy as well not to... Yeah, it's fine. And like, even the party now, like this, you know, party's party and stuff, I'll probably again have like my one Prosecco and make it last. Yeah. And, you know, I just think if you kind of just have that as your treat <laughs> mm. <laughs> once every four or five weeks or whatever, it's fine. And like... The time I feel like is kind of going quick too. So I mean, I'm hanging for a margarita in June. Maybe comes. <laughs> but Did we ever tell that story about um, <laughs> about my birthday after Estelle was yeah. born? Six days after Estelle was born, Mom and Nicola lend in with the ingredients for oh my god, an amazing margarita. Oh, I was so looking forward to it. I think I had one mouthful. One of mouthful, it and had, yeah, oh, yeah. And I had to. I was breastfeeding Estelle, and it was chaos. And I, um, yeah, I never got to enjoy it but the the it was lovely to the get that and the, effort, <laughs> the effort that went into it so thank you <laughs> I yeah, will yeah. hopefully return the favour in June oh yeah it probably won't be as nice as margarita at all <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry. I'm honestly oh, we've like such a stack of booze because me not drinking means Jer isn't really drinking, so there's so much booze in the house. I like, guess like we'll need to have a party or something oh, to get rid of it the somewhere. The christening. But, um, the christening. Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll move along to Oh yeah, so everyone enjoy Damn <laughs> Okay, moving along. Number two. Uh, number two, I just thought I'd touch on a couple of things that obviously a lot of people have probably heard of and probably watched over the last few weeks as well. If you've, um, had like a, maybe a bit of a downtime Christmas, but, um, we only finished White Lotus last night. Have you finished it? I am just on episode three or four, but I have to say, I'm of really the first season. No, the, the first second one. I second, didn't bother yeah. with the first one. Um, oh, no, it's I... worth watching the first and yeah. even. You could still watch the first if you wanted to. They're not really that yeah, associated with each to other. To be honest, my bloody, the TV podcast I'm working on now, I kind of have to watch things that are yeah. on now that are um, that are kind of popular now. But Relevant. the thing is, mm. yeah, I'm already too late on White Lotus. It's gone, you know, from, from yeah, trending yeah. topics or whatever. So yeah. I need to get it out of the way quickly and I need to kind of focus on new stuff, which is kind of annoying, but it's just part yeah. of the job. I don't have that much viewing time, you see. So And yeah, I might have to watch Love Island. <laughs> Oh, anyway, really? Oh, I can just I give you the down each day. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Sorry, go on anyway. White Lotus, um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy it. That's all. I won't spoil it because obviously a lot of people haven't finished, but we finished it last night. There's seven episodes in the second series. There's only six in the first. And um, yeah, I, I did prefer the second season. I still liked the first season, but it was funny because when we put it on, Jer was kind of like trying to avoid watching it. There's just something about it. It kind of drags you in, you know, to these characters. Totally. It's very well yeah. written. The characters yeah. are written very 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 well so um yeah the ending is wild altogether so enjoy it i heard that i don't know anything about it but i heard (laughs) is it like is there a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the second last episode and then Uh, kind of yeah it it actually grows very naturally i would say it's kind of less of a you kind of guess a few things are going to happen so no it's it's because it starts with it starts with that annoying young wife of the millionaire guy and there's dead bodies 
So we know that's the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the start. Well, yeah, yeah. That's obviously the the very start of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we won't say any more about it because I know a few people I know Mm. that have uh, listened to this haven't watched it. So we won't say any more. But it's very good. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's excellent, the writing of it. And I love the themes. Interesting characters. Yeah, Yeah, the character development is amazing. Uh Um, That was it. And then the other thing. Uh, Emily in Paris came back over Christmas uh, as well. Yeah. I know it's not not your cup of tea, but the fashion. I've never watched it, but I just it looks terrible. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's no, it's not that bad, man. As I know a lot of people really like it, but the fashion in it is amazing. It is class. Like it, it's the same. Um, what's her name? Same stylist as did Sex and the City. So yeah. like it's mm. unreal the clothes and stuff. Which I nearly watch it more for that than anything. And mm. Kate Walsh is in it and she was pregnant in it. And some of the stuff they put her in was amazing, you know, in terms of like oh, nice. she's pregnant, but they dressed her so well in mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, I just really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the fashion. Storyline's a bit boring, like, but the fashion is mm. amazing. So it's worth watching it for that. It's back. It came back during uh, the uh, Christmas break. So if you haven't watched it, that's there. And what else? Uh, there is the Kaleidoscope. Have you heard about this? I think I've seen it on the box, but not done anything about it, yeah. So I haven't watched it yet. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to watch it, but I will tell you about it because it's a bit of a phenomenon. Um, Basically, Kaleidoscope is a series that you can watch in any order. You pick any episode and it can be your first episode. You pick any episode, it can be your second episode. Any episode, your third, fourth, fifth and so on. And it will make sense, whatever way you watch it. Hmm. Which is mind blowing. <laughs> so, Weird. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can basically watch it in any order. Uh, so, it's a big thing at the moment. Obviously, it's trending. It's like one of the top few things on Netflix this week. Um, mm. The cast in it is actually very good. Um, it's your man who was in Breaking Bad. Uh, I can't remember his name now. I'm bad with my names of people today. My brain is betrayed. But, um, so, yeah, it's a big, it's very interesting in the sense of it's kind of blowing the whole mind of Linear. how you should watch yes exactly watch things in a certain order and all that jazz haven't watched it yet I am intrigued but like also mm. the storyline I don't know it's kind of a bit of a heisty kind of thing which I don't know sometimes I find them a bit boring um, but mm. uh, interesting, interesting to have to check that out. idea you know yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like the thought behind it, I think is very interesting. And yes, you mentioned it and I shall talk more about it next week is Love Island is back. Now, the mm, last winter Love day. Island was not great, but yeah. they're obviously after changing things up a little bit. Maya Jamma's the new presenter, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And um, we've seen some of the contestants already. There's one contestant who's blind in one eye. I think that's about it in terms of a stretch for inclusivity uh, which yeah. I think is to be fair I know it sounds terrible but like scraping the bottom of the barrel a bit in terms of including somebody who's you know yeah you know, I get trying you. to be inclusive yeah. um, might be a bit harsh but anyway um, so starting back on Monday in South Africa the last winter season like I said was a bit strange because like it was kind of mm. weird watching them in their bikinis and stuff in January like in the summer kind of fits mm. more um, so mm. we'll see I'm intrigued. Um, there's nothing really on the telly otherwise. So I am intrigued to watch it and see how it goes. And uh, yeah, the thing is, like, I know you're complaining about it, but you'll watch a week of it and you'll be like, 
sucked Cooked. back in. I know. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I'm just trying to decide if I can actually avoid watching it or whether I should watch it for the TV podcast. I just need to figure out. Because we only record <laughs> it once a week. You know, and I'm not going to talk about it at length every week. But so like I like, could oh. tell you about it because I'm definitely going to watch it. I'll just give you a rundown mm-hmm. how people are and what they're doing every week. Mm-hmm. You can pay me. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Have you watched oh, okay. anything yourselves? Oh, I'm in the middle of loads of stuff. Um, White Lotus, just finished mm. Stonehouse, which was a three-part drama with uh, Matthew McFadden and Keely Hawes, who were married in real life. They played a, a husband and wife. He was a MP who faked his own death back in the 60s. It's a wild story. It's a basically mm. a true story. Mad mm. stuff. If you like Matthew McFadden or Keely Hawes, it's worth a watch. Um, mm. It's a bit... It's based on a true story. It's not all true, everything that's in it. Okay. But it's kind of, it is kind of worth watching because it's even hard to believe the basic story that this guy um, faked mm. his own death. Um, three part, easy enough, quick watch. I'm getting so sick of people making TV series that are longer than three episodes when they're that kind yeah. of discreet story, mm. you know. Um, yeah. I started watching the, there's a new documentary out about Phil Spector called Spector. Oh, yeah. Um, on Sky strange as well. Mm. Yeah, oh my God, so strange. Watched the first episode of that last night. Starts with the murder that he yeah. did mm. kind of briefly and then goes mm. back to his childhood, what happened to him in his childhood and then his start in the music industry and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a you know, an in-depth yeah. document. Six parts. I was like, oh, no. fuck. Six, I, it's the same parts. every time. Anytime there's like, I love a good serial killer documentary, but they're all like five, six parts now. And I'm like, no, please stop. the last <laughs> out of it. And they're repeating uh, things and telling us stuff we don't need to know. And oh my God. But anyway, so, but that was interesting all the same. And I will stick with it. Um, slow Horses, still doing that at yeah, a very slow pace. Uh, we finished it actually. We watched two of like them, so two seasons. Yeah, I did. Now, I'm not as big into the spy stuff, but Joe really enjoyed it. I not. I don't really care about spy stuff. It's grown stuff. on me. The first couple of episodes, I was like, Meh. but it's actually grown on me a bit. The characters are good. I enjoyed the characters. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, I love Gary Oldman as well. He plays it very good. Mm-hmm. So the characters, I think, are very good in it. Um, it was yeah. it was definitely very enjoyable. I just am not a big spy person. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good, mm-hmm. though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was it. So we'll see what the next few weeks bring. Hopefully not loads of Love Island. Ha ha ha. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving along, number three. Three. So our fox this week is a little bit random, but it's her birthday today. And she's <laughs> 102. 102. I hope we all live to be 102. Um, her name is Agnes Kelletti, and she's the world's mm. oldest living Olympic champion. And mm. she's a Holocaust survivor from Hungary. Uh, and she won a total of 10 gymnastic medals, including five goals at the 1952 Helsinki Games and the 1956 Melbourne Games. She survived World War II thanks to working as a maid under a false identity. But many of her family members were among the 550,000 Hungarian Jews killed during the Holocaust. Following the war, she was able to return to gymnastics training and won her Olympic medals at ages of 31 and 35. While representing Hungary at the Summer Olympics, she won the 10 medals, as I said, five golds, three silvers and two bronze and is considered to be one of the most successful Jewish Olympic athletes of all time. She holds more Olympic medals than any other individual with Israeli citizenship and more Olympic medals than any other Jew except Mark Spitz. She was the most successful athlete at the 1956 Summer Olympics and in 1957 she immigrated to Israel where she lived before returning to Hungary in 2015. She's also coached and worked with Israel's national gymnastics team well into the 1990s and today the energetic centenarian 
don't get to say that word very mm. often, still no. prefers to look forward, asserting the past. Let's talk about the future. That's what should be beautiful. Oh. The past is the past, but there is still a future. I love that oh, woman after very... my own heart. Yeah. So there you go. Very interesting character. I couldn't find out an awful lot about her, but Agnes Kiletti, fair play to her. Some fox. Oh, very good. Yeah. To have survived all that, like, and achieved so much. Um, there you go. Number four. Uh, look, I'm going to be um, talk to you about two things. And one is not very exciting and it's more for Irish audience. But just to remind everybody about how user friendly the revenue website is. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> because good on you. this week, well, I always I'm pretty good for doing my tax returns in um, January of every year because I'm always broke in January. So that's why I proactively mm. do it in January to make sure that I'm getting my moolah back. Um, oh. But the first thing is anybody who rented in 2022 is entitled to 500 euro. So, you know, make sure you put in any mm-hmm. you can put in and get your 500 euro back. Um, yep. And don't forget to add your medical expenses because you also get 20% back on all of Absolutely. those. And you can yeah, get God. an end of year report from your uh, pharmacist that will give you all your expenses for the year. And really? you can submit that one receipt or keep that one receipt. So you get 20% of you. your prescriptions as well. All your prescriptions, yeah. Amazing. Everything. So, um, yeah. And I also was, um, I overpaid my tax. So I got a nice little uh, windfall of uh, moolah back from revenue this week. So there's my also winning (laughs) in 2023. Winning, winning. Um, Yeah, so pay off a loan that I have. So uh, in one hand and out the other, but it's still nice. So that was just one thing on the revenue website I wanted to remind people. And then the other thing. A very little simple Twitter account that I follow that gives me joy, and I may have talked about it before because I've been following it for ages, is just fascinating. That's it. Yeah. Fascinating at Twitter. And it's uh, actually at fast one nate. So it's F-A-S-C-1-N-A-T-E on Twitter. Um, it's just random fascinating things, Kelly. <laughs> That's Aww. basically it. Short and sweet. Um, <laughs> we all need more fascinating things in our lives. Yeah. Um, the one there they posted three minutes ago in 1910 there was a basketball team of death of death these bloody retainers death <laughs> row inmates their oh, executions were delayed only as long as they kept winning and literally there's a picture of these like all these men <laughs> and then there's lots of random stuff like and images and stuff about the world and anim- lots of animally kind of stuff too which I always love I'm still getting yeah. lots of mileage out of that rate our dogs thing I love oh, it yeah. Dogs that are super cute. Um, there's a picture there of like Japanese anti-British propaganda from 1941, and it's two geishas sitting there blocking their nose with a picture of Winston Churchill. <laughs> oh, hilarious! <laughs> like he's smelly. <laughs> yeah, like very random, but I really like it. It's just like again, I kind of like history stuff. Um, there's a picture of a mother and son from ni- 1890 in Lister in Ireland. Look, it's cool. Oh, picture. for God's sake, that's hilarious. Yeah. So there you um, go. It's very, very straightforward, simple. They both look absolutely ancient in it. I um, know. What? He's Sorry, 30. did you say fascinate or fascination? <laughs> it's fascinating, but it's Ash, F-A-S-C-1-N-A-T-E. Oh, Ash. okay. Fast one eight, but it's fascinating. If you look up fascinating on Twitter, it will okay, come up. Okay, I'll find uh, it. I'll yeah. find it. And Very it's good. posting interesting science gadgets, history, art and more. And has 1.3 nice. million followers. So it's worth it. Wow. Follow. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Enjoy. Uh, okay, number five. Five. So in music news this week, uh, you probably heard this already, but did you hear about the shortlist for Eurosong for Eurovision? No. 
And it's so going to be six... just down the road from me. Exactly. Six mm-hmm. songs shortlisted for the Irish Eurovision entry. Uh, one of which is from a band called Public Image Limited, otherwise known as Pill. And their lead singer is John Lydon from the Sex Pistols. And so they would be well known as a sort of post-punk band. Um, so it's a little bit surprising that they have entered the competition to represent yeah. Ireland. Everybody from like the Longford leader to Rolling Stone <laughs> are covering the story this week. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, because it's John Lydon like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the biggest sort of punk of all time and he's entering Eurovision, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah. So basically, uh, the former Sex Whistles band has recorded an emotional entry for Ireland called Hawaii, which is the love letter to Lyndon, uh, to Lydon's wife, Nora, who has Alzheimer's. The 66-year-old punk rock star who cares for his spouse said, it is dedicated to everyone going through tough times on the journey of life with the person they care for most. It's also a message of hope that ultimately love conquers all. So sweet. Um, the musician's mother oh. was from County Cork and his father was from Galway. Wow. That's mad. I, I know. The biggest <laughs> British punk of all yeah, time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Um, the other entries for Ireland come from Edgy. I've listened to all of them briefly, which is a very Aww. electro-pop dance. It's not very good. Uh, Connolly, which I thought she's a nice voice, but it's got that, that kind of electronic sound as well that's very popular, to be fair, in Eurovision. It's a bit more ethereal than dancey. The other ones are quite dancey. Wild mm. you two you probably have heard of, yeah, yeah, who are a kind yeah. of pop band... Um, their sound is kind of somewhere between Westlife They'll and win Coldplay. It. They'll probably win it. I think it's a vote thing, so they probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, the song's not great, though, to be honest. Then a girl called Layla Jane. The video for her thing is so bad. Oh my god, it's worth <laughs> it's worth a look. Uh, it's not. It's a kind of a dancey ballad. Oh, I found oh, the video yeah, almost no. distracting watching it, though. I was like, this is horrendous. <laughs> um, and then the last song is from guys called K Mooney and ND and they're kind of like an urban rap sort of um, oh, songs. Yeah. They're the guys from Longford, actually. Um, cool. It kind of reminded me of like Craig David, um, but it's not very it's not very Eurovisiony. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, there you go. Um, but cool. but but Hawaii is lovely. It's a lovely, lovely Aww. song. Yeah, I, so. I don't know if it's yeah. a Eurovision winner, but it's a lovely song. You should listen to it. Yeah, well, um, it might get a bit of hype because of who wrote it and stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. And the sentiment is lovely, and he's singing Hawaiian words in it. You know, like oh. Oh, I can't even remember, but you know, Aloha. <laughs> and, oh, he does say Hawaiian words <laughs> <Aloha>. in it, <laughs> and. What are the other Hawaiian phrases we all oh, know and love? Oh, you tried. That was what made me laugh. <laughs> like Kelly whips out her Hawaiian dictionary there. Oh, well. <laughs> like Aloha. And yeah, you know, come on, you do it. Uh, you... <laughs> I'm going to look up Hawaiian oh, you're phrases. Like, Hanalulu. Hawaiian <laughs> phrases. Okay, here Aloha. we go. Aloha, yeah. <laughs> None no, of the she ones doesn't I was know looking for are there. Mahalo. She knows <laughs> no Mahalo. others. <laughs> okay, I'd say move on now. <laughs> Hawaiian, I, let's say I love you in Hawaiian. Aloha, wow, loe. I think We've never heard that, that ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh, uh, it's worth listening to and yeah, very... Very cute song. So that's the news. That's the five things this week that people need to hear. What's the plan for the weekend? Nick, you've got your office party. 
Uh, yeah, office party and we have a monster game too if I'm not absolutely exhausted after the office party. Um, looking forward to seeing my lovely colleagues that I haven't seen in a few months now. So that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully get the keys to our home and maybe the floors oh can start God. to go down. That'll be expen- expensive. That expen- They are expensive, but that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say <laughs> They're yeah. tied into one yeah. thing. Now. Freudian slip, um, yeah. But I bought a few like small bits and stuff, so that's kind of exciting. Like some oh, you start seeing it coming like together that. now. It'll be yeah, fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you? We have nothing on this weekend. I'm so happy. Oh my god! Yeah, just running and um, might take the kids swimming or something. And I think they maybe need new shoes, so that's like a mission to go and get their feet measured and buy new shoes and stuff. So that's it for the weekend. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back again next week. Love you. Aloha.